Hello, and welcome to another lovely edition of the Techpedition Podcast. I'm Kerry Brown, and I'm joined by my brother Clarence. How's it going, man? Doing great, man. Doing great. Glad to be on How was Pensacon? Oh, Pensacon, man. You know what? I had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Met a few celebrities. Went to a few parties. And, you know... It was, it was fun. It was fun. We had a good time, you know, um, yeah, just kind of covering the con and, you know, meeting new people and checking out the scene down there in Pensacola. It was, it was a fun time, man. Good what, deal. Good deal. What about you, man? What have you been up to, sir? Um, just been making a little music here and there. Um, yeah, making intros, learning my, <laughs> <laughs> learning my new setup. Uh, I hope you guys like the intro I made you. Um, oh man, love it, dude. Love it. I'm sure you'll be yeah. hearing it soon on a discussing comics near you. Right on, right on. Cool. So, shall we jump to it? Yeah, let's see what we got, man. Okay, so first off, in news that may be shocking to you, it's a bit shocking to me. Microsoft has started selling Lumia Windows phones again. Why? Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do their online store. Um, they removed them back in June. Um. And basically, when they removed them in June, the HP Elite X3 and the Alcatel Idol 4S were the only two Windows phones they were selling on the store. But um, I guess they have some back stock or whatnot. So I guess they're looking to get rid of them. Microsoft actually admitted Windows Phone was dead in October. So um, this is a bit puzzling. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah right. I mean, backstock. They're trying to, you know, clear out what they have left. Uh, I don't like these prices since we know this is a dead platform. It should be like yeah. fire sale prices. Be like like those um, HP tablets were back in the day, like a hundred dollars or cheaper. Yeah, but this like, looks a bit pricey. I don't know. Yeah, for a nine fifty, for nine fifty, you could get a one plus or something. I would not. Yeah, even though I really like this, I liked uh, past tense the design of the nine fifty. Um, the software support sucked, so, but it really is a nice phone, so it's kind of sad to see it die. Yeah, it is, it is, but, you know, uh, I think we've kind of settled on, you know, as far as platforms go, um, pretty much Android and iOS are the king of the hill, you know. But yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Microsoft bought what was formerly known as Nokia and turned it into this whole Lumia line that we see is now dead. But Nokia, um, you know, rights expired and Nokia got their name back. And actually, they started a whole another phone division and they're bringing some classics back um, at I think what's the what's the what is Mobile World Congress that's going on right now? Yeah, I uh, believe so. They unveiled a slew of smartphones that running Android and starting at $85. But I think the most notable of these phones is they have the Matrix, um, the phone from Matrix, the movie. Uh, they're releasing it again, which I think is really cool. They've think, released it before. Um, I think they have. I think they have oh, back okay. in the day. Um, don't let me lie on here, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I think so which one is the Matrix phone? Uh, the Sirocco? Well, if you we'll drop the link in the show notes, but if you look at that picture, I think it's the yellow one, the candy bar looking one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're releasing it, and these all are updated, you know, innards. But you know, you're not going to be playing on games on them. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you probably could, but you know, it's just not the same. Uh, they're 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 feature smartphones. They're not like you know a full fledged Android, and some of these are. That's just the just the old candy bar ones are not going to have all the, the bells and whistles, but cool. Nonetheless, I think. 
Yeah, I really like the banana phone. Like, yeah, I'm still rocking one of those. Maybe not, but it looks cool. <laughs> All right. Um, so what's this next story about Amazon? Ah, uh, yeah. Amazon are mo- opening more of their cashierless, cashierless Amazon Go stores. Uh, later this year, um, new futuristic convenience stores could appear in Seattle and Los Angeles. I think the first one already is in Seattle, but they're opening more, uh, there as well as I think one in LA, which is really cool. I would really like to visit one of these stores because just the concept of it sounds impossible, but yeah, yeah, it, it looks like they're expanding just a little bit. Uh, I know the first store was like a trial run or a beta run, but seems like it's working. So that's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I hope they get one Kansas City soon. I will definitely be visiting it. Hopefully it won't be a line like the Seattle one was. <laughs> I'm sure there will be, man. <laughs> but I think it's an excellent concept. Uh, if If tracking is good enough to where... Um, I don't, I'm not sure if it's all camera tracking or is it camera plate sensor and some other thing they're doing, but it, whatever they're doing, it seems like it seems to be working. Uh, just really cool tech. And, you know, um, I think it's the future and they're at the forefront here. So can you not go in the store if you don't have an Amazon account? Um, you know what? I'm looking at this picture and again, we haven't seen one personally, but I think it's more so like, um, you scan your app or you bring up the app and log in with the app or something like that to get in. So yeah, you oh, have, okay. you have to be an Amazon customer to actually get in the store. Now, okay. That's all. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so how they gate that, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure you probably could follow somebody in if you were devious enough. But but that being said, it's not like it's a totally empty store. You do have people working there and stocking um, or whatnot, you know, a small crew, but they're just not cashiers there. So it's not like it's yeah, totally it looks empty. Like, looks like in the picture there's a people greeter with Amazon shirt on and a oh. <laughs> security guard in the background, maybe. And it does like a security guard. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. It looks like they're they're not just completely personless. You know that when you hear cashier list, you think that there's nobody in the store. But like you were saying earlier, they they still have to have people in there. Yeah, but think of the concept of you just walking into Walmart, grabbing your stuff, not having to talk to anybody, but just walk out with your stuff. I think that's a that's a crazy awesome notion. I think. Yeah, I don't know if Walmart will be able to do this <laughs> because with the sheer volume of things that they sell, and yeah. Yeah, it, I guess they could. It would just be really, really difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A seemingly okay. uncontrollable environment. <laughs> okay, so it looks like Airbnb is going to have a hotel service. What? Yeah, so uh, they are starting a pre- premium service. Um, just to read the byline, the company is also recognizing boutique hotels, bread and breakfasts, and vacation homes on its platform. So basically what Amazon plus is, I'm sorry, Airbnb plus is going to be, is just more like a premium version of Airbnb to where, um, there is a certain list of criteria, criteria that each of the plus uh, locations has to have uh, they have to be from Airbnbs that have a certain star rating and also I think they're also personally vetted by a, a member of Airbnb so having stayed in my first Airbnb this weekend um, 
I can see the need for this because Airbnbs <laughs> range from sleeping on somebody's couch in their home while they're still there to getting a whole apartment for the weekend while, while they're gone or away. And it even ranges to people who all they do is rent their locations as Airbnbs. So as far as the scale of what an Airbnb is, I think there's a wide range and, you know, you have to be kind of cautious about what you're getting. You know, you have to research it, look at the star rating, look at location to to make sure it looks safe and not shady. So the notion of having one that is very much a premium service or a plus service to where if you get this version of an Airbnb, you know, you're going to have a base level of amenities and uh, comfort when you when you uh, sign up for it. So I think that's a good notion. Yeah, that makes it. So it's more of uh, the cream rising to the top. So to speak. <laughs> yeah, certainly, certainly. It looks like it's going to be uh, 2000 listens across 13 cities, including Austin, Barcelona, Cape Town, Chicago, Los Angeles, London, Melbourne, Milan, Rome, San Francisco, Shanghai, Sydney, and Toronto. So, yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to be a bit more expensive, uh, which makes sense. Um, I think yeah. these are going to range around 200 a night, where the average Airbnb ranges around 100 for a standard listing. So, yeah, premium, but, you know, again, a base level of of service quality and amenities that you know you're going to get. So, you know, I think it's cool. Cool. Um, So if you don't mind me asking, how was your Airbnb experience this past weekend? Oh man, you know what? Uh, we did a, a whole house. Oh wow. Not not like it was a huge house, but it was a house with a three bedroom, three bedroom house, uh, that could house up to seven people. So Mm -hmm. uh, I know when I initially signed up, the guy, the guy over it emailed me because you know, it within the app, they can email you pretty easy, easily. And that's the whole point of to kind of make it more personal as possible. And, uh, he was asking me, okay, how old is the group you're bringing and what are you coming for? Cause you know, they don't want people coming and destroying stuff and, and causing a ruckus in the neighborhood. So, you know, they asked a baseline of questions. And, you know, as far as that goes, the guy who I talked to was real cool or whatever. Uh, this particular home, you actually get in with a code. So I never, we never talked to anybody that owned the house. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, when we got there, there was a code to get in and, um, the air system was all automated and stuff. They had like, um, they actually had a camera on the front door. <laughs> oh, okay. So it was yeah. one of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They had a security system. And overall, you know, I, I really enjoyed the experience. I really had no qualms with the, the, the home itself. The amenities looked good, you know, um, very comfortable for all of us that went. Uh, the only caveat to that is, the neighborhood was not the greatest. Now, oh, was th- it? <laughs> yeah. Now that being said, that being said, I had no problems with the neighbors, but you know, after signing up, I guess I didn't do my checks and balances before I actually signed up for it. But I started looking around on Google Map, and there was like a projects like right beside. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yes, but, but oh no, yeah, wow. But that being said, I had we had zero problems. Zero, I mean, zero problems. So, you know, maybe the neighborhood just looked a little bit worse than it actually was, you know. Um, but you know, overall, a, a very, very pleasant experience. And I would suggest anybody who, you know, 
especially if you're going with a group, I, it's probably a little more safer with a group than just one person. You know, if you're going with a group, I would definitely suggest uh, go the Airbnb route. It's pretty cool. Good deal. Okay, so yeah, it doesn't look like Casey's getting any love with Airbnb or AT and T and their new five G service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look like uh, AT and T will launch their five G service in Atlanta, Dallas, and Waco. So Waco, uh, yeah, Waco, <laughs> which is really weird. What is in Waco besides the Bridge Davidian compound? <laughs> what else is in Waco? <laughs> Good question. I don't know. Wow, that makes me sad and upset and mad. Like we can't get no five G five G love in KC. What's up with that? Uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> Maybe they're just going with an easy market where they know they can uh, establish that baseline of service pretty easily. But but um, these cities are going to adopt the the standards based service for five G, which uh, there are no five G devices right now, <laughs> and there won't be any till twenty nineteen. But that being said, um. Do we even know what 5G is? Do we know the definition of 5G? Faster 4G? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should look that up. Let me see if I can Google it real quick. Actually, isn't LTE 5G? Um, LTE is 4G technically, I think. Five, fifth generation. There was a 4G. There was a 4G before LTE. Because Apple launched the uh, iPhone 4. Uh huh. And it wasn't, um, it wasn't on it wasn't on LTE or the four or the four S, maybe I'm thinking of four S. But it wasn't on LTE, but it was a higher speed thing. They called it like the iPhone four G. Oh, I can't I can't remember. Never mind. Well like <laughs> look looking on Wikipedia here, my handy Danny Wikipedia, um some of the things or requirements that should define five G standard are data rates of ten tens of megabits per second or ten of thousands of users. Data rates of a hundred megabits per second for metropolitan areas, one gigabit per second simultaneously to many workers Jesus. of the same office floor. I don't understand these dirt. So weird. your phone will be faster than it's, your Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> yeah, these are kind of. Uh, I'm not sure about these these guidelines that are on Wikipedia. Um, coverage improved, signal efficiency enhanced, latency reduced compared to LTE. So I guess you said it best the first time. <laughs> best <laughs> I think at this point they should just focus on reliability. I know 5G's buzzwords, you know, like just to sell more phones and be like the newest thing. But at this point, I feel like because, you know, I, I swapped to AT&T. Uh-huh. Um, a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah, I jumped. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about. Well, I don't know if we had podcasts. But yeah, I joined the dark side. Um, me and my wife have iPhone X's, iPhone tens. Excuse me. Don't oh, kill wow. me, Apple people. Wow. We both have iPhone tens because AT and T had a buy one get one special. So, I mean, it was really, it was really one of those things where it was kind of a no brainer. No, if you um, I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of handset agnostic personally. I f- switch back and forth. My wife's become kind of like a. An iPhone person, so, uh, you know, a uh, free phone. So there you go. Hey, go for it, man. I'm like, hey, hey, if you can, if you can, if you can spl- uh, spurge for the X, do it. <laughs> do and it. And I have to say, it's a really nice phone. <laughs> oh, I'm a hater. I'm a hater. You, you, hey, en- you know, the, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say, you enjoying that bezel future? 
Um, it's you know, you know, I thought the little, the little, what would you call notch. it, the little thing at the top, the notch yeah. at the top. At first, I was really worried about it, but it's, it's really not that bad. And the more you use the phone, you just, Forget it just kind of becomes invisible. Yeah, that was kind of say, yeah. Um, you really don't notice it that much, and Face ID is pretty dang good. Um, it's weird not having to use your fingerprint. But I mean, it works really well. Well, what's what's um, the failure rate on it, or what's the success rate? I should say ninety eight percent of the time, ninety five. I'll have trouble using it. it. I don't have trouble with it in the dark. Um, the only time I have trouble with it, and this is like just me splitting hairs. Excuse me, is when I wake up and like half of my the bottom half of my face is like in the cover, still buried in the covers. <laughs> what? And is I this put, really your complaint? <laughs> What? I said, this is really a complaint. No, but what I'm saying I is, know. so like, like the bottom part of my face, so like from my, from like under my nose down, is covered in in the cover. So I grab my phone and I pick it up to look at it, and <laughs> just to see what time it is. And like when I wake up in the morning, when it wakes me up, the alarm, and it doesn't unlock because it doesn't see my whole face. So I have to pull like the covers down, and so it can see my whole face to unlock. And you know I have problems with it every now and then where it won't unlock my face, but I just I just swipe it again and it picks it up. It it is actually really really it works really well. I guess. Um. Say. So what are and it's powerful and the camera is wonderful and have you tried the emoji or the what is it called? Oh yeah, yeah, I have tried it. Send me an emoji. <laughs> I want to see good. it, man. I want to see it. it. It works pretty good. I think I can send you one actually. Yeah, the, 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 can you send the Android? <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think you can. It just sends it as an MP4. I think. Ah, um. Cool. Because I sent one to my wife when we just got the phones and the iMessage wasn't working correctly. Mm-hmm. Brown. That's weird. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a good phone. Um, I don't. I'm not sure where your where your number. Why well, your number's not in my phone? But. Cool. Cool. Well, there like. There it is. There it is. Oh, I'm just going to send you a message real quick. But yeah, continue, please. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I was just going to jump down to the next story where um, apparently uh, 50 Cent didn't have a stash of Bitcoin. <laughs> um, yeah. What is this all about? Oh, Fitty. So, yeah, um, basically, there was a story came out a couple months ago where he sold one of his albums. Uh, what, what was the name of the album? Album like ever. But um, I know who he is. And. You know, he's popular, so I figured this was kind of relevant. What album was it? I guess it's irrelevant. But anyway, he got he 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 enabled Bitcoin payments. Yes. On um the album and the album sold a certain number of bitcoins. I think it was like Animal Ambition, that's the name of the album. But the album only sold like two hundred thousand copies. But he, he this was back in twenty ten when Bitcoin was not like that valuable still. And the amount of Bitcoin that he sold in albums would today be worth like seven million dollars. But um, wow. in his bank- in his bankruptcy filing, he um declared that he <laughs> that he um did never owned any Bitcoins. Okay, so 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 this is this is people researching the issue, right? Or did he did he come? No, out so he filed he filed in his um. In his bankruptcy papers, he filed a declaration of big on bitcoins last week, and the reports, um, because the report cir- circulated about a stash, so he filed his declaration saying, "I do not have any bitcoins. The bitcoins were cashed 
in out and I was given the equivalent of the US dollars basically when the, the people bought the bitcoins. But it's one of those things where it's like Yeah, is is he like just not telling us? <laughs> like I mean the, to be completely honest, there's no way for us to know yeah. if 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 he doesn't have any. So like this is actually a smart thing for him to do so he doesn't have to pay you know, taxes. Yeah. He doesn't have to pay taxes on it and it is it's not like because I know he's going through some child support issues or something, um, which is why he filed. And you know, this is just something that's he can keep it off the books. I mean, this is this is why Bitcoin was invented. So like, yeah. he like if he if he does actually have the Bitcoin, he's just playing Genius. a straight gangster here. And I, like, I love it. So I I hope that he actually has the Bitcoins and he's just saying he doesn't. <laughs> What's even weirder is that uh, Fifty Cent is filing for bankruptcy. Didn't he like do that like five years ago too? I mean, what what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. Didn't he make no like a hundred million off of vitamin water? What 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 the heck? I don't get it. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I don't know, man. Trump filed three times, so who knows? Uh, well, strategic thing, I guess. There you go. But yeah, so Fiddy ain't got no bitcoins allegedly. All right, so moving on. Uh, it appears that CBS is continuing their online video streaming thing. Um, so they are releasing a 24 seven streaming sports news network, CBS sports HQ. Wow. And it looks like it will be available via CBS all access. What? Well, actually, actually, let oh, me, let me, let me, back make me excited. So, <laughs> this is which will offer 24 hour streaming coverage of news, highlights and analysis for free online via connected devices and within the company's over the top streaming service. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'll be it will be on CBS. Yeah. Available yeah. on CBS access. Oh, man. I got maybe I can I can watch all the. Uh, well, I guess it's on yeah. regular TV, too. But if I'll be trying to four. Yeah, if they actually have games on this, yeah, you better you better enjoy the Final Four because this will probably be the last one for a while. <laughs> oh, what? I don't know if you've been keeping up with all the um Uh-oh. with the NCAA scandal, but all the people getting in um, trouble. There's like there's there's like this huge FBI probe, and Uh-oh. um they found out that like all pretty much all of the major um the major uh college programs like North Carolina, Kansas, Arizona. Um, Duke, like they were all like caught up in this paying players to come to them to play. It's you know, been the, going on for years. Basically, the Cliff's Notes version is the FBI has concrete proof that it was happening, and they have coaches on wiretaps, and like they have all this stuff. So, I mean, the hammer's about to come down hard on the NCAA basketball programs. Is it? And yeah, I don't. But but it's not the, just basketball, right? Well, this one particular one is. If from what I understand, the filing that they had it it ref, it it pretty much pertains only to basketball. But I could be wrong about that. From what I understand, it's just basketball for now. Um, but, but yeah, they're getting paid. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can swing into sport petition for a second. But but dude, it <laughs> it's been going on for years, and it's yeah, and it just falls in this thing of you know i guess the fbi is actually probing and figuring this out but it's like the last few years has been the reckoning years man like 
Like it's like anybody who's been getting away with BS for all this time, no matter nobody's safe in no shape or form. You are being bought the task. And this is something that should have happened a long time ago because it's just ridiculous. And we all know what's going on. But, you know, we just choose to turn a blind eye and these coaches are getting millions of dollars. And <laughs> it's, it's so obvious this is going on. But. Oh man, it's it's like Antoine Dotson said, "We gonna find you, we gonna find you, so you can run and tell that." Okay, sorry. oh man, but yeah, they going after everybody these days, man. Ugh. Uh, it got so bad with the harassment stuff that one of one of the one of those guys like in power or something, they just they just went ahead and said, "Okay, <laughs> I did this thing a couple years ago. Not proud of it, but yeah, he just went ahead and just." Told everybody what had happened, so got to get ahead of it. (laughs) Get out ahead of it. (laughs) Dang man, it's getting bad. It's getting bad. But you know, self correction is required. Uh, Wife is dead. Yeah, man, swipe. What? Which is the whole keyboard first Android? I think keyboard that brought about the whole swipe thing, which. I see why they're dead because every keyboard has this now by default. So I guess they didn't patent it or copyright it or it would be patent. They didn't patent it at the time. I'm guessing because every other keyboard picked this up. I mean, I'm, you can see why they're not around anymore. What? It's, I don't know. I don't know if Apple has, but I know every Google keyboard I've played with in the past few years has it built in yeah i just tried it on mine on the <laughs> apple and it didn't work so I oh it didn't work apple has it. no apple doesn't have it but um yeah, it's definitely on the google keyboard or the gboard swipe is nowhere yeah. there's a third-party smartphone keyboard that originated gesture typing rather than holding a phone in both hands and tapping on each leather swipe swipe lets you hold your phone in one hand hold a finger down on the screen swing it around the keyboard from letter to letter and lift off to spell a word swiping oh man like like i still remember like when i was like first getting into android these were like like it was like the thing you know so like it's kind of (laughs) sad yeah well i mean i think android kind of pulled off what apple often does with many of its popular apps it just integrated it and um, followed it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, and it kind of sucks for the third party app developer that, I mean, not only swipe, but, you know, they've done it, excuse me, they've done it many times where it's been a very popular app and they just, you know, steal the functionality and put it in their first party, uh, applications, which I don't blame them, but, but still this yeah. kind of sucks for the, the up and coming developers and, and, you know, you're on somebody's, Body else's platform, you kind of be holding to what they allow you to do. So, yeah, that's yeah, it happens, I guess. Pull out a little liquor for swipe, <laughs> pour out some of my Gatorade. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, moving on. So, Intel, you know, if you've unless you've been on a rock for the last couple months, you know, the Spectre and Meltdown, which if you check out the first couple episodes of season three, Tech Edition podcast, we go into detail about what they actually do so i won't do that again but apparently the united states cybersecurity officials were not informed about specter and meltdown before they leaked to the public Mm. (laughs) see i don't i don't know if i really believe that um not to say the story is wrong but 
But I mean, when this first came out, many of the tech uh, elite kind of assumed that the U.S. government already knew about this and was taking advantage of it. Um, seeing as you would think that there, since because of the intelligence that they possess, you think they'd be out ahead of this? Um, yeah, this could be a cover up. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> but yeah, Congress sent all of the major tech companies letters. So, I mean, this is legit. At least mm. from a f- official, quote unquote, official standpoint, like this is legit. So either this is a really, really big ruse or they really, really screwed up. I think either way it's bad because if the government knew about this and they were exploiting it and, you know, Google just found out about it and leaked it. I don't know. That, the whole thing just leaves me feeling weird and violated. I mean, are you required for zero days to contact the government first? I don't, I well, don't. I I think the thing about this is, was that it wasn't technically by the time we found out it was not a zero day. Like they found out about this back in June of 2017 is when they found out and it was leaked like early January. But the, mm. these companies I, and I guess that's the point. They've known about it for almost half a year and nobody bothered to inform the U.S. government. So, I mean, if they didn't know, let's just assume they didn't know for a little bit. I can get why they would be upset because this this exploit could have been used to hack into the U.S. government. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I say hack into our elections. I don't want to go there. Oh. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it it, it could have been exploited if, if yeah. somebody, the Russians knew about it and we didn't or anybody. You know, if North Korea knew about this hack and we didn't know about it, you know, it, it could have been exploited and there was like six months where the U.S. government was vulnerable because you have to imagine if the major tech companies here knew about it and all these chips are being manufactured in, in Asia and China and like Foxconn and like the other three factories that make all the computer parts now. Like, you know, this, this, this if they didn't know, it, it, it just makes it's a really, really bad look, I guess, if nothing else. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. And you pretty much know. We know that pretty much no information as far as manufacturing goes when it's offshore is completely safe, um, as witnessed by the myriad leaks on almost everything. Um, So, yeah, it's really weird that they would not disclose this to the U.S. government first. Um, I don't know. what. what, Well, let me ask you this. We won't go into it again. But what is the state of uh meltdown specter what is the state uh as we speak on um late late february well i believe intel and microsoft at least in linux and apple i believe they've all released patches for the os portion because meltdown can be patched if i'm not mistaken meltdown can be patched in os specter requires an os update and it requires a firmware update from what i understand the os updates are in place for specter yeah I got crossed up there for a second. Yeah, so the the OS um, fixes are in place for Spectre, but the firmware updates are not as going on as swimmingly. Um, mm-hmm. about a, about three or four weeks ago, Intel released a fix, um, a firmware fix, and it was crap. So they asked people <laughs> not to use it. <laughs> so Yikes. I think I think within the last week they they released new firmware updates. So I mean, it it's still an ongoing thing. Um. I don't think we're completely safe yet. But the thing about Spectre is it's so hard to exploit that, you know, we're probably okay, but, you know, there's, there's still that opportunity, I guess. Yeah, the story continues. The story continues. Hmm. 
Yeah, so um, I guess for this last story, um, or the last story we have right now, um, <laughs> Apple apparently is using the Google Cloud for their iCloud services. <laughs> is this a new thing? Yes, it is a new thing. So I believe they were using Azure. Uh... Um, they were using Azure and AWS, apparently. But now they've moved to Google Cloud. So, and, hmm. go, ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I can understand the move away from Azure, uh, maybe. But man, um, Amazon services are pretty much state of the art. Uh, that one surprises me. Yeah. Um. You know, especially with the the adversarial relationship for you know at least phones, it, I just find it painfully ironic that they're using Google's cloud. I feel like they would be more comfortable <laughs> using Microsoft's cl- cloud since they aren't really a threat, at least yeah. as far as phones are concerned. But Google may have g- g- given them a really good, really good rate or something. I don't know, but it just seems odd and weird that they're using Google Cloud for their yeah. I mean. That, that's true, but also, I mean, they're running their cloud business as a legit business. And if there's any signs of any impropriety on their part, <laughs> just because Apple is using their service, it would destroy Google. So, I mean, they, they're just going to treat them like another customer. And go ahead. Accidentally lost all the Apple data. <laughs> Oops. And they would, get, they would own Google after that. So, I mean. We will apologize profusely. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, again, you know, it's weird, but that is a tier of their business. That is a uh, a cloud provider, and you know, they're going to treat them like another customer now. Yeah. And all jokes aside, like these companies are so huge that Google's phone division and the cloud division probably don't even talk. They're probably not even on the same campus. Yeah, you know, so you know. It's it's funny thing to joke about, but I really don't think it's going to be that big a deal, honestly. It's just, you know, just the optics of it seem kind of weird. If it you're an Apple or Google fanboy, either way, the optics on this are kind of weird. But, you know, it's kind of like Microsoft and Apple working together in the 90s. Yeah. It's just something just feels wrong about it. Like, ah, we hate you. We're going to use your cloud service. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, dude, the, um, you have to watch the, pre- the press conference, um, when, um, they they had Macworld and this was like around the time Steve Jobs came back to Apple and he's trying to save Apple because they're about to go under and he he's doing his keynote and then like Bill Gates pops up on the screen yeah, and they I've talk about that. how I've seen that <laughs> they talk about how the um Mac's gonna have office apps oh my god it's the funniest thing yeah. because the crowd is just so like they don't even know how to feel about it it's it's awesome yeah yeah I remember seeing that that was pretty good that was pretty darn good. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's it for our news, unless you have news or anything else you want to discuss, brother? Um, Off the beaten path, uh, there's a Full Metal Alchemist movie on uh, Netflix. Oh, God, is it the Japanese one? <laughs> it's the Japanese live action, and I won't get into too many details, but it, was, it wasn't great, but, you know. <laughs> me- I don't know. I don't- I don't have to watch it. Look, 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 me, me not being a huge Full Metal Alchemist guy, um, it was palatable. <laughs> Dude, watch Brotherhood. That's Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It's the best, one of the best anime series of all time. But I, yeah, I'm. 
I'm always reluctant to watch Japanese anime in general, but I just think, you know, I, I might have talked about this before. I think it's painfully ironic the way people raise the fuss about Ghost in the Shell. But then again, there's Japanese people playing Full Milk Al- Alchemist characters who are like, <laughs> it, it basically takes place in Germany. Like, that's yeah. basically where it takes place. So yeah. it's just. I it's just it, funny. Yeah, it looks weird, dude. It looks so weird. It <laughs> looks so weird, man. Um, and I, and I just, I, I just thought that was a horrible choice for live action to begin with because you have so much stuff that's not easily re- replicated in live action. Where you know people, you know, you think you people would take something that's a slam dunk like Cowboy Bebop, slam yeah. dunk live action movie. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's made it, but we get an FMA, you know, Death Note, Death Notes, eh. but it's like. Death Note makes more sense than this, so I don't yeah. know. Well, and it's obviously an all CG Al, which is just weird. <laughs> it's just weird. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, um, man. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess that's my parting gift. And also listen yeah, to the SCD podcast. <laughs> yes. And discussing who in comics. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't really have anything. Just, uh, Stay tuned next week. I really want to have another geeky, ticky discussion really soon. I don't know what I want to talk about, though. Um, We threw some things on the table, possibly. Is uh, I think we brought up quantum computers. and uh, Oh, yeah. Did we have another? It seemed like we had something else. I'm not remembering. There was another idea, but... Yeah, but me at the moment, I have to look through the Slack. <laughs> but guys, if you have suggestions on a particular t- tech topic that you want us to talk about, uh, send that to fans at techpedition.com and we'll, you know, research it if we don't already yeah, know. And, <laughs> yeah, and send us, you know, if you have any questions, um, want to know what we, like you said, what we think about something, or if you're curious about a topic and you want us to explore it um, to inform you or, you know, just to give you our take on it. Feel free to send us an email about that as well. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, well, I guess that's it for this week, guys. We'll see you next week. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. I can't, I can't beat that. <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. Hey guys, don't miss an episode of the Techpedition podcast. For more information, go to techpedition.com slash subscribe. T-E-C-H-P-E-D-I-T-I-O-N dot com.